In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our sermon text is our reading from 2 Corinthians. May the words of my lips and the meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight, O Lord. Amen. O sinners, look at what your sin has brought you. Nothing but trouble. Your sins have ruined this world. They've ruined relationships. They've earned you God's wrath and anger. Look at how sins have wrecked havoc on our society. See the death, the illness, the destruction of property. See the pain, mental harm, and suffering that has been inflicted on others and ourselves. All this we have done. All this is the consequence and result of our sin. But God's wrath doesn't end with all this being destroyed or gotten rid of. It doesn't end with death because sin has eternal consequences. Sin has ruined us and bought us a ticket straight to hell. Yet there is hope. God has not closed the door to us. He has not shut us out. While a boss might tell an employee who angrily shouts and quits, or a father tell an adult child who is leaving after they had a fight, don't let the door hit you on the way out. God does not. He doesn't close the door or bar the way. Now, to be clear, our sin does keep us from God. Our sin does shut the door and break ties with God. Our sin casts God away. We cannot open the door or move closer to God ourselves, but God does the most wonderful thing for us. He opens the door himself. He invites us back. He stands ready for our return. This is why Paul says, now is the day of salvation. Now is the acceptable time. God stands ready to accept us. He stands ready to receive us in. And not only does he stand ready, he acts. He works to bring us in. He takes on sin itself. The perfect man, Jesus, who has no sin, becomes sin. The loving God, Jesus, bears the hardship, indignity, and suffering of not only being labeled a sinner, but actually wearing all the sins of humanity. He dies the death of sin and for sin. Sin is put to death in his death. Sin is overcome and destroyed by his dying sacrifice. His blood alone brings forgiveness. In exchange for your sin, Jesus gives you his righteousness. In exchange for your evil, Jesus pours out his goodness. In the exchange for your slamming the door 
in his face and telling him, you want to be in control. He opens the door and invites you to come in. This great grace amazes. God is reconciling us to himself. God is doing all the work and we simply receive his goodness and love. Unless you turn away from it. If you do, then you receive his grace in vain. It does you no good to have his door open while you resist and fight going in. Or if you receive his grace but later abandon it to return to the world. Paul and the apostles wanted to make sure you understood how great and amazing this gift of God is. They resisted the temptation to let the things of this world stop them from delivering God's word to you. Rather, they saw God's salvation as the most important thing for you and me. They put up with so much to make sure God's word came to you and me. And now it has. His word has come to you not to condemn you or to cause you pain or suffering, but to deliver you. For today is the day of salvation. Today is the day of God's mercy and grace handed out. God's word is still proclaiming the message of salvation to sinners. So you sinners, rejoice, for your sin is put away. The door is open, and Christ has heard the plea of his people for help. God has acted. You have been saved, washed clean in the blood of the Lamb at the cross and fed at his table. Your sins are forgiven. And today, today he reasserts his promise and extends his grace to you again in his supper because today is the day of salvation. Today is the acceptable time. The peace of God which passes all understanding. Keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen.